0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Yellow Home Podcast. Music's greatest songs. Greatest songs. Worth covering. Original classic hitmakers. Now let's talk hip-hop, R&B, old soul and pop-orientated urban music.
1: Not a big fan of the word urban. No,
0: what does that mean? What does that even mean?
1: They put it, they they always say urban when they want to discuss, yeah, hip-hop and everything cool and whatever, you know, like uh, even if it's, um, you know, like you were saying, you were saying yeah. that this is uh, hip-hop, maybe, yeah, okay, uh, sampled uh, beats, uh, stuff like that. Right. But... But I'm just, it's interesting how uh, the word urban is uh, is used to describe someone who is just, yeah, cool. But, you know, hip-hop is now the the, the biggest genre in the world. So now people... Don't have a understanding, and and the word has been used in the past four years more. than yeah, ever. Yeah, and
0: actually taken away because I read something yeah. about this use of the word urban, yeah. and, and no one's liking it much. Uh, Hip hop heads don't like
1: it. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Like we we don't like it as someone who's been right because it's like oh yeah he's cool that uh, any anything cool oh he's so urban. He's uh, so, uh, what what do you mean? What, what is that? <laughs> yeah.
0: I want to be hmm. urban. Can I be urban?
1: I think anyone can be anything. Anything you want to be. It's not about. Don't Make box yourself me as urban
0: that. Hands. Okay, so let's just chuck urban <laughs> out. We don't need that. Uh, and, and I'm pretty sure this band don't need to be called Urban. Interesting conversation like that. Um, so we're talking about an American hip hop and R&B act, basically. Um, they formed in 1988, and they're brothers, which I didn't realize. I didn't realize that until I started doing my research on this one. And just so everyone knows, um, and this is really important: if you have a song that you want to know the story about, or a song that gets into your head, you know that kind of. Audio Itch, mm. and it happens all the time. Um, I actually create my uh, music great lists by hearing other songs around me, and it can be anywhere, anytime the kids can play something. Um, you know, my dad could play something. Hass could say something. Yeah. I write a list. I've got it on the, fo- on the phone, and I literally just keep it. 4215, if you ever want to text in a song, because I love it when I get requests. I've done a few songs that were requests from people who just listen to Yalla Home and go, tell me about this song, and I will do it for you. Um, so let's talk about the band. They're PM Dawn. That's what they were called. Um, so two brothers, Atrel Cordes, I think, and his stage name Prince B. Um, Prince sometimes, B. Wow. yeah, credited. What, what is the
1: PM stands for? I forgot. Like, is it a, a watch thing? Oh. A.M. P.M. thing? I, f- I remember. Uh, yes,
0: no, it is. Yeah, the PM Dawn because it's the PM to dawn. Mm. It's the night to dawn kind of thing. Yeah, you're right. You're
1: right. 19. What? When did they form?
0: Eighty-eight. I know. Oh, yeah. Probably yeah. go back, no. back, back. Um, although this song comes from 19, sort of 1991 uh, was when they actually got really big with it. So you had Prince B. He's also called Prince B the Nocturnal. I love a long name. I think I should get a long long name. He's come up with a hip-hop name for us both. Um, and Jarrett Cordes, his brother, called DJ Minute Mix. Oh, yeah. Mix. So um, these two are obviously brothers. Jersey City, New Jersey, um, and had this huge kind of crossover success in the early 90s. They merged everything. I love the older soul thing. Um, But what they were very good at was sampling stuff. So um, they had a debut single uh, called Ode to a Forgetful Mind that came out in 1988. It was kind of fine, and then they had this album of the heart, of the soul, and of the cross. It's the utopian experience, and that was 1991. Now, this got huge critical acclaim back mm. into the charts everywhere, immediate commercial success, and most of it was down to this song, Set Adrift on Memory Bliss. So, if you listen to the song, it's Spanded Ballet's True, mm. True by Spanded Ballet, which is another band from the 80s, mm-hmm. um, and that was a massive song. And actually, in the middle of this, Tony Hadley, who's the lead singer of Spanded Ballet, he does does a bit. Like, it's his voice in there. And they sampled True and then, you know, did their thing over it. Really, really good. Praised by critics. um, And everybody loved it. And then they had a few singles after that. I Die Without You. I actually know that one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Looking Through Patient Eyes. um, Strong reviews. And then... A couple of sort of albums and songs after that, and it petered out a bit. Um, but they used to DJ parties, so this is their history. They used to DJ parties, and they would compose songs. And this is in the ninth grade at school. Wow. And. Um, he, you know, they came up with their stage names, Prince B and younger br- younger brother DJ Minute Mix, um, and uh, they got this demo tape and they created it with six hundred dollars that they'd managed to save, wow. um, and they'd managed to save it through being Nike security guards mm. at a homeless shelter. I mean, it's just true, true. It's a story of every, story. like, yeah, yeah. A, of
1: all uh, a creatives, artists. It's like a, it's, you, feel, you feel everyone has their own journey, but it's the same if you're struggling and stuff like that. You love yep. what you do. And uh, you just
0: plough all your money into it. That's pure love. Um, they approached Tommy Boy Records. Now, do you know Tommy mm. Boy Records? Okay. What, they amazing. were signed to them? No, they approached them. Ah. So for everyone who does, who's going, Tommy, who? Tommy Boy Records was the rap music subsidiary of Warner Brothers. Okay, so mm. super cool. Uh, and they gave their demo. This is what they were told. You're too much like alternative hip hoppers De La Soul. You're not hardcore or ghetto enough. Get out.
1: Mix, wait one second, that's cool. Because um, De La Soul, um, they, they were the they were the between. So when you listen to De La Soul, they're like, you know, funk, soul, of course, a lot of hip hop, but they're not hardcore. So these, yes. I see where the record label comes from. Uh, but, yeah, you never should listen to a record label anyway. Like, they're their <laughs> culture vultures. Like Well, you know. I think
0: the fact that the quote is in here is probably because, you know, it stung and they left. They know exactly what they were called. They mm. were like, we were told we were alternative hip-hoppers, De La Soul, we weren't hardcore or ghetto. And you know,
1: FYI, you know alternative hip-hop now is booming. Is oh, it really? Ah, oh my God. Oh, right. Alternative hip-hop now, now, mm. like in this era?
0: It's the thing. Ooh. Okay, yeah. I'm going to go around saying mm. that like I know what I'm talking about. Well, eventually, um, apparently Warlock, which was an independent record la- record label, got hold of them mm. and off they went. Now, at this point, they're just about to go boom and then that record label went
1: Oh man. Um,
0: Yeah, the whole thing upside down. And at this point, it was sold to the highest bidder, which was Island Records. Um, And Island Records took hold of them, and that's where they released the prestigious and highly critically acclaimed album that I talked about, Of the Heart, Of the Soul, uh, The Urban Experience. So. They released that, Set Adrift on Memory Bliss, has all this sampling. What I find quite interesting is that, you know, this was their thing. This is what they did. They would take a song, because actually, true Spandard Ballet, that song, it's such an 80s. It sounds 80s, it's corny 80s. It was like the, um, what did they call it? The new modern era. There's something, the modern wave kind of. Spandard Ballet were all sort of hair and shoulder pads and funny, wool makeup. And then you've got um, these guys. Mm. And they got hold of it and made this song. And then they did it with something else. And then later on, they got hold, there's a song called Looking Through Patient Eyes. They got hold of George Michael's hit, Father Figure, and they twisted that up as well. And they got Kathy Dennis um, doing some of the the backing vocals. And so it's clearly sampling their stuff. And then they did one called So On and So On, and they got into massive trouble with that. There was a big lawsuit because the um, Baptiste, um a band called batiste turned around and said hang on you completely stolen our song and they went no he we didn't uh, so the, and i thought it was quite sampling. interesting that pm dawn, dawn turned around at this point and went, no 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 we didn't now they're they're the kings of sampling that's what they do yeah so but if they turned around and said no we didn't i, I it's a sa- sampling
1: is not stealing though sampling if you have if you have the okay to to sample something yeah. that's not stealing. like you sample everyone hip-hop is based on sample yeah so agree, for me agree. for me when people said you know like the great the great producers Timberland yeah. sample everything yeah. Yeah. He's, he's the one of the greatest producers yeah so with hip-hop it is all about sampling yeah, yeah. Like, you know they created a sound from soul jazz funk it, it you take that sound and but i don't know i don't i don't, I don't heard the song when you take specific things and take as it is right. from the other person because i don't believe any idea is new to be honest with you i'm coming oh, to believe no. i Completely think they're agree. all in the universe and and and, and, and actually
0: it's just how you change it up make yeah. it yours but the point the point is i think if they had they probably would have said yeah we did because mm. that's what they that's what they were known for doing if you know what mm. i mean the fact they turned around and went no we didn't we didn't. Anyway, so they, they said they didn't. Okay. They said they didn't. Um, and you know, they, they have been. They were sampling. This is this is 1999. We're up to now. And up until 1999, they were known for sampling. So mm-hmm. when they were accused of it, and they went no. Anyway, they went to court. Island Records went to court on their behalf. And actually, um, the Baptists didn't win. Uh, PM Dawn won. Island Records won. Mm. But they still dropped that song from everything. And you cannot find it now. It was re- it was removed. Um subsequent releases of the Bliss album no longer carries it and you it's not available to buy it's not on any publishing catalogue they didn't want anything to do with it but they said they didn't sample it so everybody's got a bit of that going on and that really is the story of PM Dawn you know um, they they now actually uh, one of the founding members um, Prince B in fact um, he died in 2016 we lost him the other brothers alive but he's not part of the band anymore and it's their cousin Doc G, who continues to perform and record under the PM Dawn name, but he's not one of the founding members. Mm. And that's where it's gone now. So let's have a listen to this song. You will hear now Spandabally True in it. um, And if you're of the right age, you'll recognize it all. So enjoy it as PM Dawn set adrift on memory bliss of you on the music greats on the Alahome. Pulse 95. is post 95 you're listening to the yellow home podcast